What's up, Anchor fam? This is Kaylee Chella checking back in with today's top stories. Avicii, the Grammy-nominated electronic dance DJ who performed sold-out concerts for feverish fans around the world and also had massive success on U.S. pop radio, died on Friday. He was only 28 years old. Publicist Diana Barron said in a statement that the Swedish performer-born Tim Bergling was found dead in Muscat, Oman. The statement read, quote, It is with profound sorrow that we announce the loss of Tim Bergling, also known as Avicii. The family is devastated, and we ask everyone to please respect their need for privacy in this difficult time. No further statements will be given. Obviously, no more details about the death were provided. Oman police and state media had no immediate report late Friday night on the artist's death. Avicii was an international pop star performing his well-known electronic dance songs around the world for diehard fans, sometimes hundreds of thousands of them at music festivals where he was the headline act. His popular sound even sent him to the top of the charts and landed onto U.S. radio, his most recognized song, the country dance mashup Wake Me Up. It was a multi-platinum success and peaked at number four on Billboard's Hot 100 chart. On the dance charts, he had seven top ten hits. But in 2016, the performer announced he was retiring from the road. He did continue to produce songs and albums. Avicii had in the past suffered acute pancreatitis in part due to excessive drinking. After having his gallbladder and appendix removed in 2014, he canceled a series of shows in an attempt to recover. Avicii told The Hollywood Reporter in 2016, quote, It's been a very crazy journey. I started producing when I was 16. I started touring when I was 18. From that point on, I just jumped into 100%. When I look back on life, I think, whoa, did I do that? It was the best time of my life, in a sense. It came with a price, a lot of stress and anxiety for me, but it was the best journey of my life. Once again, they filed out of class. In a new wave of school walkouts, they raised their voices against gun violence. But this time, they were looking to turn outrage into action. Many of the students who joined demonstrations across the country Friday turned their attention to upcoming elections as they pressed for tougher gun laws and politicians who will enact them. Scores of rallies turned into voter registration drives. Students took the stage to issue an ultimatum to their lawmakers. One student who rallied with dozens of other students outside Georgia's capital in Atlanta said, quote, We want to show that we're not scared. We want to stop mass shootings and we want gun control. The people who can give us that will stay in office, and the people who can't give us that will be out of office. All told, tens of thousands of students left class Friday for protests that spread from coast to coast. They filed out at 10 a.m. to gather for a moment of silence honoring the victims of gun violence. Some headed to nearby rallies, others stayed at school to discuss gun control and register their peers to vote. Organizers said an estimated 150,000 students protested Friday at more than 2,700 walkouts, including at least one in each state, as they sought to sustain a wave of youth activism that drove a large round of walkouts on March 14th. Activists behind that earlier protest estimated drew nearly 1 million students. Friday's action was planned by a Connecticut teenager, Lane Murdoch, after a gunman stormed Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida on February 14th, leaving 17 people dead. It was meant to coincide with the 19th anniversary of the Columbine High School shooting in Littleton, Colorado. The Associated Press reports James Comey and President Trump seem to disagree on most everything. But the ex-FBI director's memos show consensus on at least one thing, the need to hunt down leakers. The two men bonded over the idea of a proposed leak crackdown, even sharing a chuckle over a crude joke involving jailed journalists, according to memos written by Comey and obtained by the Associated Press. 
The jocularity over leakers and journalists is striking, giving the otherwise tense nature of their conversations, which touched on loyalty pledges, Russian prostitutes, and open FBI investigations. The memos kept by Comey show his unease with Trump's requests and his concern that the president was blurring the bright line between politics and law enforcement, including with the request that he end an investigation to former White House National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Yet, Trump and Comey were clearly on the same page about leaks, even if they weren't quite in agreement on whom to hold accountable for them. Comey recounts an Oval Office conversation from February 2017 in which Trump raises the prospect of jailing journalists who benefit from leaked information. According to the memos, Comey told Trump it would be tricky legally to jail reporters, but said he saw value in going after leakers and, quote, putting a head on a pike as a message by bringing such a case. Trump shot back that sending the message may involve jailing reporters. Trump says in one memo, quote, They spend a couple days in jail, make a new friend, and they're ready to talk. Comey laughed as he walked out of the room, according to the memo. The Trump administration has loudly complained about leaks, and Trump himself has repeatedly accused Comey of being a leaker. Attorney General Jeff Sessions has said there are several dozen leak investigations open, though that aggressiveness is similar to that of the Obama Justice Department, which was frequently criticized by media organizations and free press advocates. Comey's memos had been eagerly anticipated since their existence was first revealed last year, especially since Comey's interactions with Trump are a critical part of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into whether the president sought to obstruct justice. Late Thursday night, Trump tweeted that the memos, quote, show clearly that there was no collusion and no obstruction. Arizona teachers have voted to walk off the job to demand increased school funding, marking a key step toward a first-ever statewide strike that builds on a movement for higher pay in other Republican-dominant states. A grassroots group and the state's largest teacher membership group said Thursday that teachers will walk out on April 26th. Arizona jumped into a movement for higher teacher pay that started in West Virginia, where a strike garnered a raise and spread to Oklahoma, Kentucky, and most recently, Colorado. Thursday's vote followed weeks of protests in Arizona and an offer from Republican Governor Doug Ducey to give teachers a 20% raise by 2020. Many teachers kept up the pressure at schools and on social media, saying the plan failed to address much-needed funding for classrooms and support staff. The historic vote was announced at a press conference at the Arizona Education Association headquarters. Around 78% of the 57,000 teachers voted in favor of the walkout, according to Joe Thomas, president of Arizona Education Association. Thomas said, quote, this is undeniably, clearly a mandate for action. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani is joining the legal team defending President Trump in the special counsel's Russia investigation, a Trump attorney said Thursday. With the addition of Giuliani, Trump gains an experienced litigator and former U.S. attorney in Manhattan. Trump is looking to bring his involvement with special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation to a close and is considering whether to sit for questioning by Mueller's team. Giuliani also fills the void left by attorney John Dowd, who resigned from the legal team last month. One of Trump's personal attorneys told the Associated Press that Giuliani will be focusing on the Mueller investigation, not the legal matters raised by the ongoing investigation into Trump attorney Michael Cohen. That probe is being led by the U.S. attorney in Manhattan. Trump's legal team has been told by Mueller that the president is a subject of the investigation, not a target, though that designation can change at any time. In a statement announcing Giuliani's hire, Trump expressed his wish that the investigation would wrap up soon. Trump said, quote, Rudy is great. He has been my friend for a long time and wants this matter quickly resolved for the good of the country. This is Kaylee Chella for Anchor, checking out. Have a happy weekend, and hey, don't do anything I wouldn't do.